0: Love Talk Radio.
1: in the psychic hour. We're having a little uh, interference in the sound. It, it, it sounds like it's crackling. I don't know if everyone can hear that, but it is RN. So hopefully we'll have um, good connection with our call. And we do have a caller in the queue, 703 It's just a moment, but first, I want to let others know who us today. It's 914 338 That's our call-in number. Do press 1 if you'd like to speak with us. And our uh, listeners and callers may join us on Facebook and Twitter. Those accounts are linked on our Blog Talk Radio profile, Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic, where I need the post right now. I'm going to bring this caller on. Anything you want to say, Neil? Oh, no. our, po- our podcast also want to remind people that you can listen on Verbal, on Stitcher, on um, Stitcher. Another one: Podvine, Apple Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts. Just
2: keeps up.
1: Amazon, yeah. It's a, it's so anywhere that podcasts are broadcast, our show is fed into that those podcast sites. So it's convenient when you're on the go to listen to our show. Okay, let's bring on our. All are here seven zero three hi it's andrea oh andrea hi why i'm looking at your number, not recognizing it for some reason why um, what's what's going on andrea
3: so um i i took that that job you know the one the um the contract job
1: yeah
3: i mean it's a it's a it's a little boring. You know, but it's a contract.
1: Sorry, I'm just giving Neil your birthday. 117.63. She's 28 and 1. Okay,
3: go on. So yeah. It's
1: not boring. Okay. It's a
3: little boring, but I mean, it's, it's okay. It's better than better than coach. But um, I've applied for a couple other ones. I mean, I don't know how long this contract will last. I don't know if the girl who had the baby will come back and maybe they'll offer me a position. Do you see a different, different job down the road, maybe? I think that you may be working
1: somewhere else. That's my vibe. But Yeah, me too. But um let's go deeper into this reading. Neil, you wanna come in here? I'm trying to get some validations or some vibes on this. But that's my that's my first impression, my intuitive impression, but we've got to get more solid information.
2: Andrea, uh in, the, in your lifetime, have you ever had to cover someone else when they got pregnant or had a baby, a sibling, um, a friend? Did you ever do anything like that?
1: What do you mean cover? Like work for them? Like you Work for to... them,
2: do, you know, um, help them. It, well, first of all, did you uh... in your lifetime, if you don't have anyone that's had a baby and you were involved in the process,
3: this job, this lady, as a matter of fact, she's on maternity leave, so I'm taking her no, position while she's oh, on no. maternity leave.
1: aside from this, we,
3: this um, no,
1: aside from that.
3: Uh, I, I can't remember, honestly.
2: You can't remember? No siblings had kids?
3: My sister had triplets, so I, 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 ha- I kind of helped out after they were three. I stayed with them for a little bit and helped out for a little bit. Yeah. Does that
2: count? Yeah. That counts. That's what I'm asking. That's, that qualifies. So okay. So you stayed, when they were three years old, you stayed and helped out. And yeah. stayed there and helped them. Why did you help them oh, do that? Yeah.
3: I, uh, well, I didn't really stay and help. I, I think I think my grandmother passed away, so I was there anyway, so I just kind of helped them, do, you know, like babysat where well, they could have a day out and that kind of stuff.
2: How old were you then?
3: Oh, gee, they're 14 now, so... Well, I think 14 years ago, some... Nine years
2: ago. Uh, like, tw- like 12 well, years ago,
3: 11 something years like ago. that. So.
2: 11, years, 11 years ago.
3: Yeah, yeah, somewhere around there.
2: Okay. Okay, so there's a certain pattern in your, in your world. It's not so much where you're working. It's that the karma is pulling you in to cover somebody while they're pregnant. So that's what the karma is doing. It's not about your work, really. It's about having to to do something for somebody else in the circumstance, your work environment just happens to be the setting where it's happening. So you'll be leaving. This is only temporary. Yeah. So you'll, be, you could be leaving in, you know, I don't know. Well, the uh, job is four fe-
1: months, right? The contract is well,
3: four months. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they bought four months, like February.
2: So I thought you'd leave in February, November, December, January, February. You'll probably then, okay. I mean, it's not a promise, but that's what appears to be the case. And you're,
1: and you're applying for other jobs. I mean, the, the the thing about the other jobs that you're applying for now that would would cause you to super hired. So yeah,
3: yeah, I'm applying now that's,
1: just because you just, right. I don't know how long this will last. You know, the the thing that I'm seeing around you and it's like general. It's a very general. Um, vision but like fall leaves for some reason you know the colored leaves and i know that you live on the east coast and you have seasons more than we do here in california yeah yeah but but is there anything that you can more specific i mean that's anything more specific with leaves
3: i live with a lot of trees and constantly so i see a lot of the ch- the changing of the colors of the leaves
1: you see a lot of the changes in the colors of the leaves. Yeah. Are you, are you, yeah. In their, in I don't have to rake
3: there. them. Someone else, yeah, someone else has to rake them. I don't have to rake them. You don't have to rake them. Lucky you. No, my condo does. I pay for that, so my condo pays no. for it.
1: <laughs> Maybe they could come over here and rake our leaves. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But that, for, that's, that's, that was really my first, I mean, when you asked, that's what I saw. I don't, it's it's weird. I mean you would assume that there are trees in your area but it yeah really some did don't come in they cut them all
3: down. Yeah, they cut what? a lot of trees down and they put they cut a lot of trees down to put up these developments and they don't put a lot of trees back.
1: Oh no. That's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, people cut trees, you know, we've had people in our area cut down trees and for no reason and it's just you know, you know.
3: Yeah.
1: Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. As they're living 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 uh living living beings i don't know the right way,
3: right um so yeah. i think
1: it's the right the good thing to do if if not. you know a lot of people don't want to hassle with the leaves and things like that but right i'd rather right. have with leaves than kill um a tree yeah. anyway yeah. we're getting sidetracked here but yeah i think yeah. you know again i think we're both on the same page that you're going to be leaving Neil says February, you know, you're applying for other jobs. I think it's, you know, if you're applying for other jobs, it may be sooner than February because some of these jobs may come in. What are you applying you for? for my- she can leave whenever um, she wants. Yeah, so the
3: contract. I mean, I've just applied for um, a couple of admins. There really aren't a lot of jobs to apply for because I apply for them already. There aren't any really new ones because the end of the year is coming. So I might just have to be patient and wait a little longer. I mean, it is
2: November. Well, right now, the running theory is February. And you're there because of a karmic situation. Yeah. So I don't think the job is meant to be permanent or long-lasting. Let's go on that note first and examine that. And if it doesn't happen by February, we can reexamine what may be blocking it. But okay. And as far as <laughs> it being boring, I mean are you getting paid to, to Yeah, status? oh yeah, so I can't leave?
3: complain. Yeah, I can't complain.
2: Then I would say don't complain. <laughs> no, no,
3: end. I'm not complaining. No, it's better than that coach job running around, you know, with my you know, head my head cut off, you know what I'm saying? So no. I think they like me, so I mean uh, I mean they're building another office in another town, so there's a possibility I could maybe move to that office, but I'm not going to the other office. Drives too far. I'm not doing it. So you think
1: that they could move you to that office and keep you permanently?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I think so because they're building an office in Vienna, which is, but I don't want to go to Vienna. It's just the traffic is crazy, and that's they're going to give me a boatload of money. I'm not going to Vienna.
1: Yeah, Austria so. is pretty far, so you well, don't
2: want to commute
3: yeah,
2: there. Yeah, well, I'll tell you this. Uh, Andrea, when you look at a person's birth date, there are certain active interpretations going on. They're active. If we look at your birth date, you have two ones. That's an 11. The remaining numbers significantly are 7, 6, and 3. That's 16. So 11, 16 is today's date. You with me? Yeah, funny. Yeah. Okay. Now, you may go, oh, playing with numbers. Well, all right, playing with numbers. But playing with numbers comes out with significant theories. We have to play with numbers sometimes to find the essence of a situation. Yeah. And this, to me, I was alerted to analyze your birth date, so I did so and found that, um, that suggestion in there which I think amounts to the fact that you're probably going to be leaving in February. If I were you, I would carry a healthy attitude. I wouldn't put the word boring in it. I would just say, you know, this is terrific. I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, thankfully. I'll be leaving in February, but I will make every day positive. See, if you do that with the universe, you're, you're making it easier on the guides that are yeah. leading you forward. Okay, you got it. Yeah,
3: well, everybody likes me here. And they see I'm much more outgoing than the other girl who works here. I mean, they have, I have just positive responses. So that's the way that's what I'm taking away from it.
2: Good. So let's hope that um, – I mean, I think it's a basic theory. I think it's a ground theory. I can't predict that it's going to follow through, but I'm assuming it yeah. And so is Kristen. So – We'll go with that in mind right now. Just keep looking and okay. uh,
1: keep keep positive,
2: which yeah. you are, oh, yeah.
1: which you are, and yeah. it's okay. I mean, you yeah. expressed what you felt about the job. I think that's fine, but now that you've done it, just, you know, move forward without that. Um,
3: oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's I I know, It's great. Mind. I get to sit here and talk to, you know, I get to talk to great people and, you know, have, they get free snacks and free coffee and um, I get, you know, I sit and watch some YouTube and play on my phone. So, you know, it's it's good as well. <laughs> <I look at.
1: laughs> you get to play on your phone and watch YouTube and eat. Sounds pretty fun to me. I know.
3: I know exactly. You can't beat that.
2: <laughs> no, not at all. And then what, all. Do do for, what do you do What do you on the job? What do you do for play? <laughs>
3: <I'm> sorry,
2: but, <laughs> I know.
3: I'm be, c- occasionally check the mail and deposit a few checks. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> well,
2: don't sweat too much.
3: Yeah, I won't. I won't. <laughs> okay. Any other questions you have for us, Andrea? No, I'm good. No, I'm good. I'll I'll just keep you informed. You know, if anything else changes.
1: Are you on your lunch right now, or what?
3: No, I just I just I just stepped out for a minute. But but I've been so taking the cruise that's... in January, so maybe we'll get, we'll ask you some more information when it comes to January about my cruise. So oh, we'll
1: like an ocean cruise.
3: Um, yeah, for my birthday, we're going to, I'm taking the Norwegian cruise all through the Caribbean for my birthday. Oh, so oh, fun. Yeah. Norwegian cruise.
2: All right.
1: Yeah. Caribbean. I'm just making a note. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we can talk about that another time if you want. Yeah. 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 Later on when it gets closer.
3: Okay. Sounds good. Okay. All right. All Have right. a great rest of the day.
1: You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, attempt to hire jobs can be great. And sometimes, you know,
2: I'm the department. it's like a traveling, so you're stationed on um, one. Jobs can be equated that way at times. If you're pretty damn in it, you know, just you're a free day agent and you go from place to place. She looks seems to be wanting something kind of permanent, though.
1: Right. I mean, I my personal has done a lot of different jobs. So you have two a kind of wide variety of jobs, and um, and uh, being in one place permanently. I mean, it's okay, but it is nice to actually, you know. Doing temp work, for example, you get different—you know—a different, you know, a different, uh, a different environment on a regular basis. So it, you know, it's a little less tedious than you know if you're doing that kind of work, which I find tedious in general anyway. But
2: yeah, several past jobs I've had: deep sea diving. I was a parachuter, <laughs> um, I shot out of a cannon. Uh, Okay, so, um, you know, I mean, there are, some people have one job all their life, and some people have few, and then some people have a dozen, some people have hundreds. it's, It's interesting how our energies work on the planet. If we are karmically geared to doing one thing and one thing only, Maybe scattered by a few little odds and ends round and about, but that's a karmic um, conception when you have you're just your job history. and people ask it on resumes. Now they ask it for obvious reasons, but deeper than that are interpretations that go beyond the obvious reasons for any potential employer to figure out where, what you've done and what you've been doing. Those records stand. I mean, I think everyone should write down what they've done in their life in terms of jobs.
1: Oh, is this a project we're going to do later today?
2: No, I I did it years (laughs) ago.
1: You've already done it. Well, maybe you need to refresh your course.
2: (laughs) I did it years ago when I reviewed the list of jobs I had. I threw up.
1: (laughs) Well, I think when you're, I mean, obviously when you're in the creative field, the creative arts Sometimes you have to do multiple jobs in order to, you know, pay the bills. And sometimes what you do creatively doesn't sustain you. If you're lucky enough to get a position in a
2: field where you're doing your creative. Well, you know, that's just it. Sometimes you have to take a job. You may not like it, but you have to do it to survive. And you have to do it to keep your bills paid. And as you pursue other higher Goals. So some people have it easy in that regard. You know, they they go to medical school and they're in school and they get out and they do their internship and that's what they do. Yeah, I've had others have to.
1: Well, I mean, I've had periods where I was able to do the creative thing and that was it. But there was other times where it'd be like you know, working odd jobs two days a week and doing you know all
2: kinds of different things. I think human beings find themselves yeah. in a variety of jobs. I, you know, I, I you can't really say it's a blue collar or white collar phenomena. There are plumbers and that's all they've done all their life, and there are doctors and that's all they've done all their life. Um, but there's a there's a there's a massive formation of population, if you will, that uh, have it. Had to do many, many, many different jobs. And interesting because they're they're various. Sometimes they're not just related to one specific field. They jump all. Sure, oh
1: yeah, sure. That's been the way it is for me. Has been. Yeah. For sure. Okay. We have Jennifer here on the line. Hi.
0: Hello. How are you?
1: Uh, Hi. We're doing okay, Jennifer. How are you? Four three seven.
0: That's right. Um I'm calling for a dream interpretation. Okay. All right. It's um I had it last night. It was very vivid. Um the but the, the significant things that stood out were someone had brought someone it seemed to be work related but not really um I, like I was up for some awards at work by doing the minimal. But there was also a guy there who I used to know in the past who I never quite trusted, but it seemed to be his birthday and someone had brought him one black balloon on a string. And then as we were leaving, someone came with a bunch of black balloons, like a huge bunch, and tried to put them through a window, but it ended up popping about a third of them And then gave them to them. So you were
1: up for an award in the dream.
0: I was up. Yeah, I was up for an award through this job. I had a very nice female uh, supervisor, but it was like I just started this job, but it was something that I'd done in the past. I feel like it had to do with banking. Um, And mostly it was because everyone else was kind of incompetent. So they saw me make a minimal of effort and then they thought, okay, we're going to recognize her. But then, you know, whatever it was turned into this person's birthday and the black balloons.
1: Huh, interesting. Well, I think it was an astral dream. Being up for an award seems like some kind of graduation on an astral level, on a spiritual level. And mm. I think that supervisor was a guide. But I'm going to have Neil come in with the black balloons because, and you may have a different idea of what the dream meant.
2: Well, uh, you know, Jennifer, black isn't necessarily a negative color. It can be a very positive, enlightening, interesting, mysterious color. In this case, however, it's negative. Yeah. What the black balloon suggests, you blow up a balloon and the balloon now is this black balloon on this person's birthday. That suggests lung cancer.
0: <laughs>
2: I knew you were gonna make You're evil. You are <laughs> <I'm more> evil <laughs>
0: Well, I'll, I'll let them know. <laughs> yeah. you know he smoke?
2: Do you know anyone who is a smoker no. or who has any lung problem? No. No. It's so um, funny. The, you know, I mean, people may have different interpretations about black balloons. Black balloons don't always mean lung cancer. But in this case, you see, what's happening is when, when you're blowing up this balloon in this, and you see the finished balloon is blown up, the blackness is the cancer for coming from the lungs. Mm. And then it pops. So yeah. it, it may not make sense now, but I would say to you that to be on the lookout for any near acquaintance or somebody in passing talking about or discussing lung cancer... Because that's what the dream tells me. Also, if I'm, what I'm seeing is either a um, transit, rapid transit or subway station or train that seems to be coming in. So I hate to predict something dire, but the dream to me suggests somebody may be crossing.
0: Um. Actually, now I just found out like minutes ago that a friend of my boyfriend's and another mutual friend that I have. I just met him this summer, he passed away this morning from COVID. Oh. So that's long. That's, oh, that's well,
2: it. There, there that's, we go. That's it. So that's exactly what the dream, we don't worry about anybody now. That's it. So this individual okay. entered your dream probably trying to reach out Somebody you may know. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, for somebody you may know, there could be some message for that person from this person who crossed over. But the train tells me that somebody had already died. So you, you oh. fill the blank, and there it is.
0: Okay, and now that you spoke of the train, it reminded me that another part of the dream was another friend of mine, um, and she's not a very good driver, But she and I had missed the train in Toronto to go back to where she lived. In the dream? she says, In the dream. And then, so, but we ended up finding this 1970s, one of those huge sedans, you know, the ones that are like the size of a boat. Um, And we were going to drive that from Toronto because we'd missed the train.
2: Okay. So what now that suggests, because you recite the year you were born. So what that suggests is that somewhere back in the past life you had a past life with this person. But in this lifetime lifetime, you kind of missed the direct connection. So what would be just briefly describe how you could indirectly be connected to this guy, even if it's through someone else. Just describe that.
0: To the guy that's dead? Yeah. Or uh, I well, he had a Japanese, okay, here's, it's, so he had a, a very, very young Japanese wife. Um, and he was, like, you know, in his 90s, and she was maybe in her 40s. Um, but I met her this summer, and my son had a Japanese girlfriend from Japan this summer. Um, so that, that's sort of a, a like, the Japanese, connection. there's a Japanese connection. Also, I, I met him briefly once. And we spoke for maybe four or five minutes, but I really liked him. Like, it was enough for me to say, I, I really like this person. He's, he's, he's an interesting, you know, cool person. Well, the thing and about this... a... go ahead. Okay. No, 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 go ahead. And we, we, we did end up going, my boyfriend and I. It, it wasn't his boat. He'd sold his boat, but he was on it, and he invited us to go on his old boat. So we were on a boat that had belonged to him. So I don't know if that has anything to do with anything. No,
1: that's real life. But just what I wanted to say quickly, and you were probably going to come in and say something significant, but the thing with karmic connections, people often don't understand, you know, even if you don't meet a person or you meet them once, you can have a deep past life with that person. And the karma is diluted in this life with that individual, so there's no direct connection. I mean, there are people in my life or in Neil's life that neither one has met, but had strong karmic ties to either one of us in previous lives. And people that are inexperienced or don't know a lot about um, a, a lot about psychic energy, metaphysics, don't understand how karma works. I mean, I've ex- I experienced it recently with somebody a friend who was clueless completely clueless thinking a person that i was conne- actually the person that i was connected to and she happened to be married to she didn't understand that there is a karma involving all of us and neil never met this individual but you know there's past life with that individual for neil as well
2: so anyway so this guy that comment. crossed over was a acquaintance of your boyfriend
0: yeah, he, um, he ended up living with him for a short period of time um, in the spare room. So they were roommates for a bit, but he knew
2: him prior to that. So, Yeah, there's a certain amount of, uh, you know, even in Japanese mythology, there's a strong contrast color. The Japanese mythology has a lot of good and evil spirits in it. And sometimes they're designated by color, color of costume, which not there's a lot of things, too, in the Japanese mythology that have to do with oceans and gods and goddesses and things like that. So not not in totally incorporating the Japanese concept in, in, the, in the description, um, the fact that this guy was a roommate probably suggests he was a past-life brother or a past-life wife. Mm, okay, was, yeah. Uh, marriage.
1: But isn't it strange how diluted the past life becomes in this lifetime? I mean, married to them or a brother. Yeah. And now it's just, you know, you meet them once and like them and that's it. Yeah, it's, you know,
2: it, it, very it, interesting. It, there's dissolves through time and space as the karma is reduced, but karma will will be there until every drop is exhausted and dried up. So that attitude is there. Um, the, the girl you were with could have been in in actual formation, a protective guide for you, that you were, what said. yeah, that you were, you were, the guide was trying to suggest I'm a friendly guide, but because it was a matter of of death and being transported to the astral realm, i.e. train, uh, you were assured that you were not going to drop. <laughs> you would be oh, you're back. all
0: chopping up, uh Neil. I can't, couldn't hear you. You were choppy.
2: Oh. Well, I don't know what you heard. You what, can repeat back what you heard, and I'll tell you what's missing. Is
0: it still choppy? Uh, I can hear him now, yeah. Okay, it was We um, had a weird connection earlier when the show started. It was Go ahead. karmic life, and then uh, I heard the part about it's my guide. That girl that I was in the car with is the guide. Um, past astral life. It's diluted, it, but... Then
1: yeah. I was lost so the, that the guide was protecting you, what he said. Do you want to repeat it? The guide
2: was protecting you so you wouldn't be dropped off on the other side be coming back.
0: Ah, uh, okay. So All the right.
2: guide took on the semblance of a, the teacher. a, of, of a friend. Of teacher. Teacher. It's teacher. And uh, to assure you that you were in good hands.
1: But it's interesting because it was a totally astral dream. And well connected to the events that occurred or is that you found out about upon you know upon awakening this morning it's interesting interesting very
0: interesting yeah it's very interesting because um he he, well my friend had called my boyfriend because she knew that they both knew the same person and said that he died yesterday at 10 but then my boyfriend found out he died today at 10 so it must have been yeah yeah, you were in sleep. Yeah, yeah. Now the the one person I can't figure out is that that old guy I dated a few times who got the balloons and it was his birthday. Well, that's didn't he represent?
2: No, he represented
0: he, the guy that
1: died, right?
2: Oh, no, so he, he, you, he okay? Got, no, the one who got the balloons mm. was a messenger of death. Oh, you you incorporated a face in it. There might oh, be some okay. there might be some hidden factor about the person that you thought it might have been, or if you didn't know the person, that's easier to interpret. If you if you knew the person delivering the balloon, then there's some reason why you plastered that face on the messenger of death. Okay. Yeah, that, I, the, yeah, the, yeah. 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 That 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 spirit was coming to take his soul away, but. The black balloon suggests one thing that it died of COVID. Okay, but it could also suggest this guy's got some karma. karma to deal with. Definitely. You know, and it could. Who knows what his internal secrets are, but or what his activities were. But it's oh, not... oh, they
0: were very, very nefarious. <laughs> so really, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he what owned, I mean? A chain. He owned a chain of. uh Massage parlors and oh. uh, a, a dance nudie nudie clubs was that what they called them? <laughs> Titty bars. Really?
1: <laughs> and he had this younger wife, which I mean, it's not necessarily in itself inherently wrong to, to have an age yeah. difference, but um he was a little bit creepy. Well, you like.
2: see, now he'll cross over. He's crossed over, and he's got a lot of karma to deal with. Mm-hmm. Whatever. He's got a lot of karma. So the spirit that came to collect him was not an angel.
0: Uh, yeah, because the guy whose birthday I—that th- was someone I didn't trust. Either, so whoever's the person whose face I plastered was someone I didn't trust, um, and always I will always question who that person really was. So yeah. So yeah. that
1: that, that fits. You didn't trust this guy. Yeah. And he was the one who re, who was the face of this darker. Yeah. I get it. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. Very I mean, interesting. You know, Jennifer, when spirits come down to encounter human beings, whether they're angels or guides, they look at a person and they know exactly where they're going to end up as they're living the life they are. They know who's going to be going to heaven, hell, the astral realm, some dark place, some light place, whatever the several rooms are that exist out there. When spirits come down, they look to the human being, know exactly where they're going. But in
1: terms of her award, I mean, that she was getting, not only did she not have to cross over, but it's, it's, I interpreted this signifying that she is in a better karmic space than this individual. The
2: award is a good thing. Yeah. The interruption during your award ceremony is a cautionary thing. Ah. It it provides to you a sense of being cautious. We all need to be cautious because we're living our karma as we live. We're, We're creating karma. So what it says to you is be cautious. So that messenger of death looked over its shoulder and looked at you and said, be wise, don't let me come collect you. You know, stay on mm. the ball. Mm. That's what it was doing.
3: Can I even write
2: your number down, Jennifer? Every human being, most every human being has to be cautious of the messenger of death when it comes to blackness. We all need to be cautious of that energy. Like a thief in the night. Heavy. We're in black. <laughs>
0: yeah, very heavy. <laughs>
2: I was told that wearing black, a thief in the night. You know, I'm expecting Zorro to come to take my soul away. No,
1: <laughs> did that come up, Zorro recently? No. Yeah.
2: yeah. What? Zorro came up. did in, 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 in a reading?
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. Zorro came up in a reading. Now I remember. Yeah. The Italian Zorro yeah. and all that. Yeah. Okay.
0: Interesting. Yes. Yeah, there.
1: Really, really, I'm glad you called today, Jennifer. This was entertaining.
0: (laughs) Well, I I thought he was kidding when he said the thing about the lung cancer. I'm like, ah, the typical Neil. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But then when I thought about it, I'm like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's, it's good. Good. Interesting. All right. Well, thank you for your interpretation. I appreciate it. Okay, Jennifer. Talk
1: to you soon. Yes, you too. Have a good day. Bye.
2: Bye. That was fun. Yeah, whenever the uh, the angel of death comes by, <laughs> we always have a good laugh. He's
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well, um, we're all
1: going somewhere.
2: What you know? After... One of the famous jokes is, what is death spelled backwards?" <laughs> What is death spelled backwards? Hasid.
1: Huh? I did it. Hati. Exactly.
2: does that make you laugh? H-tied.
1: No, it's h-tied. Yeah.
2: It's a it's a it's a real neat buster.
3: No. <laughs> um, he,
2: he's filled with jokes. I don't always understand his jokes. But um mm-hmm. he, nonetheless he seems to
1: Well it like. wasn't it wasn't ninety nine left Bloom. Do you know what I'm referring to?
2: What
1: the song? Don't you know? I hate that song. No, I don't. 99 Love Balloons. It was by Nena or someone like that. I don't remember. In the 80s, It's very annoying yeah, I don't know but all popular. pop hits. <laughs> oh God! Well, oh. you know, I, I'm I'm well versed in the yeah. the classics. Thank Anything you. Anything with balloon in it. I'm i you know I know all my uh, classical classical periods. and well acquainted with. A wide variety of music. Thank you very much.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I, when, you, I when I when when I think about balloons, I think about this movie called Mary Andrews with Danny Kaye.
1: Now you always think about a movie.
2: No, I don't always think about
1: it. You do. You do. It's yeah, always I, a the, movie well, analogy. The,
2: the Red Balloon Balloons, famous <laughs> short film. Um, the I remember oh, all that That's kind of touching. The
1: red balloon.
3: I've seen yeah, that.
2: It a very touching, touching film. Uh. Very emotional. And then Mary Andrews, uh, Danny Kay gets lifted up into the sky. Around the world in 80 days. That Around a, the world
1: in 80 days. What's the... Yeah, you know, and
2: five weeks. I'm not going to tell you what you that'll... sound
1: like right now. Uh. Your inflection. Never oh. mind. It, um, but it's it, it's very, you know.
2: It is what it is. Well. well, it is what you are. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I mean, balloons are funny things. How they got caught up in circuses uh, and clowns, because clowns seem to like balloons. They seem to blow them up and they make figures out of them. Uh, balloons used to be a real strong child's toy. It's not so much anymore. But, um, balloons tend to bring on happiness, and they were equated Well, not in, this, with not in that dream. <laughs> not
1: no, in that well, dream. that was an in interpretation yeah, of but.
2: <clears throat> what was coming from the lungs. But when you look at, uh, the, you know, how balloons were initially invented, um, we have, uh, there's an organ in the body, is it the gallbladder or something that could be blown up like a balloon? Uh, you can actually blow it up. There's the blowfish that blows up like a balloon. But and uh, so you know it's interesting if you take if you do an in-depth study of balloons and their origin and what they really mean, uh, aside from the fact that they're they're air lifts and they float and they seem to have some childhood connection, amusement and things like that. But actually, when you go deeper into the element of balloons in in fairy tales, mythology. It's usually a way of transport because before the world of flight, the way to get up into the air was by a balloon balloon? and hot air and gaseous things and stuff like that. Uh, But a balloon itself is our connection to heaven. It's our connection. It's a child's way of looking at the higher realm and having a link to it, in my estimation. Also, when you look at a balloon and you're holding it by a string, you think of a planet. So there's some sort of there, – there's got to be – and I'm sure in literature, it's from my memory uh, – there's a connection between the spheres of the astral realm and balloons – the, the heavenly bodies and balloons. So it's our way of connecting to something higher, even if it is the afterlife.
1: Well, it's unfortunate with balloons um, these days because, yeah. of course, we have these Mylar balloons now, which I, I don't think those were around many, you know, those like 30 years ago. Things. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, instead of the latex balloons, which are commonly used for years prior to mylar balloons what's happened now is people release these balloons and they cause terrible damage to wildlife to electrical lines we had a a person release a mylar balloon in our neighborhood and the whole power of you know our grid shut down so you know there's a negative aspect of balloons as well unfortunately well environmentally
2: they're they're hazards and dangerous
1: yeah i mean don't release balloons that's that's Good uh, rule of thumb.
2: Aside from their romantic well, connotations, um, they're really destructive things. Well, in fact, in
1: literature, the though, advantage. they didn't have um, they didn't have those mylar balloons.
2: I mean, if you're talking no. about literature, we're talking about a different type of balloon. But you can choke on a balloon. I mean, there's all no other <laughs> things that happen to the world. Oh, God, um, I don't know why. That
0: I don't bad. know
1: who chokes on a balloon. <laughs> balloon in their mouth or well, animals will well uh, i no know
0: an animal yes but i'm uh, talking kids, children, about will children children could yeah you're, right, them, you you're know, right
2: when they're not inflated right That's i'm true. sure that that but children could choke on anything parlors, probably have tons of condoms which could <laughs> yeah you food. can blow those up yeah you know I. Uh, but they, what can you do that they, they they have a sort of whimsical fairy tale connection and on that level alone, on a literary level, they're kind of uh, neat little things. But not meddling so much. Well, then, too. What were you going to say?
1: No, what I was going to say was not really anything to do with what we're
2: discussing.
1: Okay, go ahead. But but what I was going to say is, you know, I I make notes on our callers and write the phone numbers down just when, so I have a record on the day of their call and can I identify who's who. And I'm like, I've got two pages left in this journal. Well, no, one and a half. I guess I could use, no, one and a half pages. That's it. And I do have a new journal, but I started this on 7-31-2019. Um, wow. So three years,
2: over three is, years. As of today, this is our one thousand sixty nine show. We've done 1,069 shows. I mean, play that back-to-back, and uh, you'll be having the thrill of your life. <laughs>
1: 1,069 shows. And I'm at 1, the end. So
2: 1,069 shows.
1: 19, 20, so three and a half years, right? I've been do- working in this book specifically. And it's interesting, you know, how the readings have
2: changed and how the show has
1: changed.
2: The other coincidence is uh, 1069 comes to 16.
1: Which is the same, what you were talking about with Andrea. Yeah,
2: and today's date. 16th, yeah. So it all comes around again. It does. Uh, but, you know, I, and when you get into the, uh, I, I, you know, interpreting dreams is it's kind of fun. Yeah, right? it's good.
1: It's it was, I mean, it was educational for me because I was stuck. I was stuck on the balloons. And I, you know, I got a part of it, sort of. But then I was like, hmm. What did well, the balloon I mean, I didn't think the balloons were positive, but as far as going deeper into it, it was interesting because everything connected. Yeah. Very accurately, so it, it was educational for I mean, me.
2: One massive volume, uh, the interpretation of dreams by Sigmund Freud. He take he took it to a different. Uh, well, psychological.
1: Everything's kind of psychological, based yeah. on the psyche and.
2: And then you have books about dream symbolism, and so you, you a person hears a dream and you start to try to Well, Jung
1: dream. did more, uh, di- uh, took it to
2: a different level than Freud yeah, in terms of Yeah, more of a cosmic, cosmic consciousness, level. collective unconsciousness level. Um,
1: but still, even those books are not, you know, you have to take... From this book. They're, they're you not know. definitive. Right.
2: In the Bible, uh, there were interpreters mm-hmm. of dreams. I think, who was it, Jacob? Somebody who interpreted the king's dream about the ox and, and the years of famine. Yeah, but were
1: we watching um, recently, what was it, uh, uh The Great Late Great Planet Earth, which is a book by Hal Lindsay, and there's a movie which is really primitive in a lot of its aspects, and Orson Welles narrates. Yeah, he comes on dramatic. He's very dramatic, and Hal Lindsey was great too. I actually enjoyed him quite a lot. But they were talking about prophets and, you know, in in biblical times, what happened to prophets that were inaccurate if you didn't interpret the dream correctly, you were you were stoned to death. death. If
2: you did not interpret it or make a, a prediction that came true, you were stoned to death. Well, he actually declared that he could read. Names out of a telephone book, and it would be a dramatic monologue, and he did so on the John Carson show. It was quite entertaining.
1: Really? Yeah. Well, this is the, you know, there's a there's you know, I a, a, a saying that you know, it's someone who's a good singer can sing the telephone book. Yeah. So it's it's similar.
2: Well, Orson Wells, I mean, he was more of a dramatic actor. His his humor was he was sort of out of place. He 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 could apply humor in a sardonic kind of symbolic sense, but he was known more for um, dramatic 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 uh, effect from Shakespeare all the way to his original concepts like Citizen Kane and things like that, um, Magnificent Ambersons things like that. One of his great movies uh, recently is a movie called Touch of Evil, a brilliant film. Um, Highly controversial in the the editing process, but nonetheless a a great film. He was also a writer, and so he was quite prolific in the arts, and they considered him a genius in terms of his skills.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, impressive. Yeah. I mean, in this film, he was impressive, and the film wasn't that great.
2: Yeah, now now talk about balloons. He was handsome. He blew up like a balloon when he as he aged.
1: Well, he wasn't handsome in this.
2: No, no. But in in his younger years, he did a movie about – he played a psychic, actually. I can't <laughs> remember the name of the movie. It's supposed to be. But he played a psychic, and he was really good-looking. He was really intense. <laughs> and he looked a lot like me. Were you sure? In my younger years. <laughs> right. Right. He called me up once and said, were well, we twins? I well, said, I don't know. Were you Maybe,
1: attracted to him, Neil? Uh,
2: possibly. possibly. Uh, I didn't know. Uh, Little Bob. I there. always um, had a debate whether I was a thought. He was more attractive or red buttoned. Yeah,
1: I don't find him attractive. I'm looking at the younger picture. and you know, there's, no, there's a
2: movie with a looks bee. Like, What's the movie with the bee? He was a
1: psychic. Um, oh. No, he looks so
2: Irish. Uh, no, no, that's not what I'm talking about. You gotta go to a you gotta go to his ring of movies and then I'll tell you which one. That uh, I thought he was
1: the third man, Touch of Evil, The Trial, The Apartment, High, The Other Side of the Wind. I mean, there's a whole movie. Let me see the,
2: the list real quick. But the you know it's not that important. I mean, we're trying to do a psychic show here. We're trying to talking about
1: movies again.
2: I <laughs> uh, you know, The Stranger was um, uh, was. A a, a movie that um, he was—he
1: was. uh, Was that based on the book, *The Stranger*?
2: No. Well, no. I mean, it it was based on. It was about a Nazi hiding out um, in 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 a little American town. Black Magic. The movie *Black Magic*. Um, That's where he had more. He had an intensity. That was uh, very penetrating.
3: Yeah, I mean, and he played I mean, a I mean.
2: he played a magician or a psychic. Uh, he took over people's minds. He probably would have had a talk on blog show, but
1: blog talk
2: radio. Blog maybe. talk, blog talk, um, and he probably would have seduced a lot of people on it. But um, but uh, what does it say? It does it give its description of black magic? Yeah, hold on.
1: Uh, it was one of my favorite films when I was a kid. I mean, I identified with it. Um, well, okay. Uh, uh, Joseph Balsamo, a poor French gypsy with a tragic past, is taken under the wing of Dr. Mesmer, who teaches him the secrets of hypnosis. While Balsamo promises the doctor that he will use his power only to help others, he instead abuses his gift in order to steal money and forge himself a powerful reputation, using his newfound wealth and power, he hatches a devious plan to replace French Queen Marie Antoinette with a young woman, Lorenza. So yes, it's yeah, and then the movie is a lot of
2: mind reading, and he he seduces. They still don't find him attractive. Minds. I mean, just it's I mean, a show a black and white picture of him.
1: Yeah, yeah it's just black and white picture yeah. of him.
2: Yeah. That that was the one where I mean people would stop me on the street and ask me about was Orson Welles. Please. <laughs> you said, don't look anything no. like him. What are you talking about? But uh, but yeah, you know there's there was a uh, he would have made a good Edgar Allan Poe too. Uh, he could have done that as well. Uh, there were you know there Orson the, Welles was kind of a tortured man. I mean he loved cigars and and uh, he loved his drink.
1: Was he, he British? What was his whole deal? I mean, he was, was American, Irish. but I mean... He, Wells. I think he was Irish. He looks Irish to me, but I, he could be British.
2: Uh, you'd have to look
0: on.
1: I'm screen. looking right now, and I'm not seeing anything about his... Uh, anything about his uh, heritage. Wikipedia might, might so I am or on or Wikipedia. Those little
2: phones don't give you...
1: I'm on Wikipedia. Um, what, do you, what do you talk about? It doesn't say phone? at the
2: beginning, the first paragraph. It's
1: the same thing as an iPad. What are you talking about? No, nothing. It says, it says he was the son of Richard Head Wells and Beatrice Ives
3: That's Wells. That's Irish.
1: It sounds Irish, Irish to me, it, it and might he be, looks Irish. If you scroll
2: down, you see a background or. I can or, try to uh, Google it, but anyway, I mean. <laughs> but he he was uh, he was a fan of, of of I guess you'd call it sorcery. Uh, he he uh, was. Oh God.
1: He died hor- horrible death.
2: Yeah.
1: Horrible death on October tenth. Yeah. A he weird, a... weird like 12, twelve. Thirteen. He was was not 56. that old. But he, it was an eleven. I mean, October tenth. He died on.
2: Yeah. What did he? He so died. Well? Huh? He, did he suffocate in his own?
1: I don't know, but it, he. It says he died alone and broke in a cottage. So he didn't
2: have well, that's, he had a lot, there was a lot of controversy around him but i wouldn't necessarily believe that he was totally broke uh, you know he he had a sort of disappointing demise because he he uh, entered the world of commercials
1: and it's his genius cool. it's was wrong. evaporated by. It says he had twenty million at the time.
2: Yeah, of his death. yeah he was.
1: Why? There. Why? Uh, why? Uh, who, you can't believe that. Story. saying? Well, yeah,
2: and it's saying. Looking at DC Comics.
1: No, I'm looking at an article in the Guardian.
2: Nonetheless, uh, his later years, he was pursuing um, making a film of Don Quixote. Uh, and that never came to pass. He had. He, he, it's a tragic. His relationship with the studios was tragic. Oh,
1: his mother was a concert pianist. Interesting.
2: And uh, of course, but, I don't know uh, any of those. Again, you know, like ready. a lot of these stars, they they find themselves displaced. Interesting. They start doing commercials for cigars and cars. He
1: he went on a sketching trip to Ireland in 1931. So. He 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 actually traveled to Ireland. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That Irish connection, but it's still I'm not finding anything about his hair. He well, Irish. I
2: think New England. I, I I'm not sure where he was exactly born, but his parents immigrated. No, he was born in Wisconsin. Oh, Wisconsin.
1: Yeah. Huh.
2: Wisconsin.
1: But it's not saying you know his background. Anyway, we're over our time here. Yep. here <laughs> We have to go, but it was an interesting show, and we hope you join us on Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific. We'll be back. And next week, just want to let people know that our schedule is going to be adjusted to Monday. I'm sorry, Tuesday and Wednesday, 9 a.m. All right. Hope to hear from
3: some of you on Friday. Bye-bye.